Good evening, good evening. It is the Couch Potatoes Force Report. We're here with Mo Better, T-Bird, OG is on his way, our producer. We have a couple of very special guests lined up to join us this evening. So here we are live from Mission Road Studios. Thanks for joining us. Please feel free to jump on, join us on podcast, pod, uh-oh, Podbean. Send us your questions, Facebook and Twitter at The Couch Spot. That's right. I was waiting for you to chime in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing this evening, bud? I'm doing good. Just I, good? I just figured you ought to have that by now. Oh, wow. Shots fired. <laughs> Gee whiz. All right. You so, look, no, I, I, I'm assuming that I'm getting this shade and this attitude from you because of your, your precious falcons. But they escaped, sir. That was a wild, crazy, ridiculous game Sunday um thankfully we now have the falcons sitting for, in first place in the division four and four but it didn't have to be that hard keeper it did not have to be that hard game went to overtime they were able to tweak it out 37 to 34 but talk about some of these boneheaded plays that really almost cost the falcons and definitely cost the panthers with um that um celebration of sportsmanlike penalty at the end of the game yeah thank god for mr moore okay <laughs> dumb play um we're you know we're who we're who we are and um we it happens like that with us mm-hmm. you know usually we lose those games yeah and for us to i mean i was just just sitting there, just stunned. Yeah, I remember. I remember you and I text, and I was like, I, I can't watch. I can't watch. <laughs> and you know, to see the, the one thing that we talked about last week, the Falcons' defense again has been a pleasant surprise. And then they give up a play that absolutely can't happen—a hail mary pass. Just how do you let? How do you let that player get behind you? You know, uh, you had a linebacker on that guy, and then you had a safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, first problem, but. Uh, you know, you, you know, everybody want to uh, blame Dean Pease because I was blaming him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how does that happen? Yeah. You know, you got to put them guys on the goal line. You got to keep it in front of you right. and rally to the ball and make the tackle. Right. I have no idea what happened there. I mean, Arthur Smith tried to explain it. And, you know, he talks so fast and mumbles so much. You don't know what he's <laughs> saying, you know. So, uh Absolutely can't happen. 23 can't happen. seconds left in the game. And so, you know, they got to clean all that up. And, and uh, you know, we finna get to a, a tough part of the schedule where, you know, we gonna, we got um, the Chargers coming up. And then we, we on Thursday night football on prime TV. Yeah, yeah. You know, against the uh, uh, Carolina Panthers again. Mm-hmm. So, we, you know, these are – I really – the Chargers game, a little suspect, but – the the um, Carolina Panthers, we can beat them again. We, we should, we and should. and so you know you can you you know you writing your own story here, and you you got to make some plays, man. We got to get to the quarterback. We got to cover better, and then uh, you know you score what did we score thirty seven. Mm-hmm. You score thirty points in a game. You ought to win. You ought to win. You ought to win. So and here's the thing. Luckily, we had cool to come through in the clutch for us. Um, Cause it, again, in overtime, that's cool. Mariota threw it through an interception. That game should have been over. Should have been, been over. over. Should have been over. And and so I, that was, and that was a, I, 
I was a little upset with Marcus right there because mm-hmm. why you go for that play right. at that time of the game? Just just get your little dinks and dunks and get the first down. But again, it's very telling, T-Bird, because I think it's something that we haven't been willing to admit this year. Mariota is not a good decision maker. Apparently and can't not. be trusted to go through his progressions and reads to make the, the, the best choice. He's He's apparently... We get it. You've got something to prove, Sugar. You know, I think that he's, he's you know, it's in his head a little bit about the expectations and folks really not believing in him. We really yeah. don't. But, again, just go out, play smart, make 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 the most – make the safest play. That's, that's all we need. Be we the, don't need be you to the be the best hero. game manager out there. We don't need you to be a hero. I still think he gives us the best, gives us the best chance to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I still don't want to throw Ritter out there, and uh, I still don't – Want to throw Ritter out there, and uh, to the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I think I think we'll be fine with that. And uh, but we just got to be smart. We got to be smart, and we got to make tackles. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not a big Isaiah Oliver fan. You know, we got uh, key guys out in the secondary. Yeah, but he all we got. All we got. That's all we got. I mean, so, we're we're a little banged up. Um, made uh, some trades or made a big trade over the uh over the week uh got rid of your boy um ridley yeah so i know that you are not shedding any tears with him being- no absolutely not i mean I, I i just wasn't happy with why are you betting on football and you're uh a millionaire because you're crazy there's there's something wrong with ridley and i don't think that he's really taken the time during the suspension during the time that he said he needed to step away from the game um to really address those those issues and again you know we don't we don't talk about a lot there's a stigma associated with um having mental health issues but it's obvious for a player to to really just be that impulsive and not be smart um, just really speaks to their, it being something deeper. And I think that his issues or his lack of addressing those issues could have potentially caused some issues in the locker room for the Falcons. So I'm glad that they went ahead and got rid of No and offense. I, and I think that uh, Julio got to him too. I really do think he was talking to Julio because mm-hmm. his whole persona changed towards the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Julio left on the bad terms. And all he did is miss what fifteen games in the last two Didn't years. Did you go with Terrell Owens for a little bit? Yeah. So that's your first problem. Right. Right. What you got, Dex? Um. Yeah. I was looking on Twitter earlier, and uh, there's a rumor, and I saw, I saw a picture of the two of them put together. Pete Rose and Ridley. And No, they're saying that they might. That might be his illegitimate dad. So. You know what, Dex. <laughs> Yeah, but every time, every time we, we, we you know, yeah, we're, we're gonna start calling you the boy that cried wolf. I'm gonna, trying hey, to listen, tell you. listen, listen. I didn't say the source was credible, only because I know I'm the one that put the rumor out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, you know, he's gonna go down there with Trevor Lawrence, and uh, and it's gonna be good for Trevor if you know he's gonna have him a number one receiver, yeah. So good for him. You know, get on out of here because I don't – if you don't want to be with me, I don't want you. Yeah. I don't care how good you are. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, good riddance. And and it's interesting. I mean, what do we really have to show? I mean, the Falcons – I mean, T-Bird, you got you to gotta, you gotta be honest with me on this one. Here's the thing. 
the Falcons have invested a lot in draft picks. Right. Um, but it doesn't appear to me that they really know what to do and how to really kind of groom these picks when they get them. Kyle Pitts, prime example. You've you said it plenty of times. He's a unicorn. Why how, you not how often did they throw to him in the fourth quarter? How often did That's they throw him in That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and you know we were at the goal line, and he ain't even in the game. Yeah, that's what's blowing my mind. Well, now I look. What was the guy? Boyd was that who who was who had a good game? For Boyd who? Lloyd, what's his name? The, the guy from Bird. The Bird. I yeah, saw Bird was showing out. He, he was, but again, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts is your is dude. your guy. It's your guy. He, I think he had four catches for eighty yards. Let's see that, that's is. terrible. Now the the uh, tight end for uh, the Eagles in the Eagles game last night. Bogart, whatever his name was, this ball was showing out. He was catching everything. So you got a unicorn who's supposed to be one of the best receivers in the game, and he catching four balls a game. That's, oh, yeah. that's ludicrous. Oh, yeah. He, you know, a tight end pop right to the corners, it, it would have been him all day. He's got that height, you know, he, the hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? He got the height. I mean, you got to make him a, a, a threat. Yeah. And they're not going to even – Respect him if he don't get the ball. He, if he a unicorn, you gotta you you gotta throw the ball to where he can act like a unicorn, catch it on a double team. Yeah, but look at how many plays are under fifteen yards and who they go to. Like, I I don't care. I, I mean, Arthur, I know, I know, Arthur Smith gonna you know, have to he's gonna have to design some plays so this guy can be a threat to the other team. You know, I knew you were gonna say that. So earlier, I had a um un unkindly worded letter written up all you got to do is sign your name on it i got some stamps we can send it right to him okay hey let's let's just call i, I got a congressman <laughs> on the line we can just call them you know what i'm seeing what's going on so. let's just tell them what's what the word is okay every, every time algier touched the ball every time pitts touched yeah. the ball something magical happened and it's it, like why do you go away from that so you use your weapons but and again I, it just speaks to Mariota and his ability to really just not Make good decisions. I agree. I, I agree. I'm, I'm with you that, Mo. I mean, hard, this was a Heisman Trophy winner. At, at, so it's like, what? What, what happened? <laughs> well, you know, I, I want to give Caleb Huntley some, uh, a little bit of love, too. This boy running the ball. 42? Yeah. This boy is running the ball. Yeah. So, uh, you know. 16 carries for 91 yards. Caleb Huntley? Yeah. yeah I mean. Had a long of 30. Yeah. So he's you, you, you know, chugging. keep feeding him. And, uh, you know, Arthur Smith said he next man up, they're going to develop. They don't want to go. They went and got, uh, what's his name, Fenton in the trade for a cornerback mm -hmm. and gave us some draft picks. So at least they did try. They got him, uh, Rashad Fenton from the Chiefs. And at least they did go get another cornerback because he said he wanted to develop what he got on the practice squad. Okay. Well, you know, I. I need them boys to come play now. That that uh, what's that kid? What's his name? Uh, Thirty-seven, the one that came from the practice. Well, he played good. I can't remember his last name, but he played pretty good. Mm -hmm. And so maybe, but we got to get a pass rush, Mo. We do. We I do. mean, where's 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 Grady been? I mean, well, no, Grady been playing well. I don't I don't, I don't remember his name called that yes. on Sunday. I mean, I, I know maybe maybe he's doing the little things, but Grady Grady leading our team in sacks. He's leading our team in sacks, but Sunday. No, he played. I mean, he played. I think let, he let played. Me, let well. me see what he what he had. But you need some sacks from your D, your uh your edge guys. You know, you got Carter over there from Georgia. I'm glad we signed him to a one year deal because he ain't showing up. Well, he got an interception. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
And then we got uh, the the African dude on the left he side. Now, the African dude. Really? He's I can't remember. I can't even say his name. But he's he's a rookie, not playing bad. But I thought we was going to get a little bit more edge rush from him. So you know, I'm I'm with you on that. We got a uh, we got a you know we got some games coming up where we can show and we need to show and we need to get some W's. Yeah, Jerry had four tackles. Team leader in tackles was Walker. So again, I knew I didn't hear his name. Yeah, last. Malachi I Walker. I mean, not uh, Michael Walker. Yeah, what you got, Dex? Hey, uh, yeah. So I was doing a little bit of research earlier, oh, and oh uh, here we go. What? Why do y'all always think I'm drunk? The uh, what well, was, you usually are. Uh, <laughs> well, today's your lucky day. The uh, so I was doing a little bit of research earlier, uh, and there is this draft pick that for running back that I think is just gonna blow everybody's waters out. Secret, dude. Secret. Nobody knows about him except me, man. Who? He said, I talked to him earlier. He go. said I can he said I can be his his agent for 10%. Comes out of Cartersville High. Oh. He, there's a chance we're he listening. May, there's a chance he may go to the University of Colorado. Yeah, if not, no. if not, yeah. I got him. Fifth rounder. Uh, I get 10% plus some Starbucks. All right, let's hold his name. Okay. His we're name. gonna we're just gonna hold. Let's, 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 but hey, you know that 10% since it's on, it's already listed here. That's binding. So there's that. Well, keep it to you. Keep it to you for right now. Right, right. Hey, uh, we did. We traded uh, safety Dean Marlowe to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't really a big part of our plan. But so we we got all those draft picks, Mo. Mm-hmm. And so I'm tired of draft picks. But I know. Out. But I'm sure they putting them together because we're gonna have seventy five million dollars to spend next year. Right. So their picks better be on. You know, and they gonna have to get a couple of free agents too. A couple. Yeah. So you know. Anyway. All right. So again, glad they won. Did not do anything for my blood pressure. <laughs> certainly drove me certainly to drink. Want them to make it. Certainly want them to make it easier on themselves. And just because again, there's there's some 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 tough games coming down the line. But but they've they've got a chance. Again, I don't think any of us expected them to be at five hundred. Certainly no. expected to be at the top of the division. So we certainly can be pleased. Um, with where they are in this rebuild and just um, restructuring. So it looks like they're ahead of schedule. I get it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. All right. Y'all stick with us. We have a very special guest here joining us next coming up. Um, one of Cartersville High School's finest. Y'all stick around. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777 7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678 777 7718. 
We are back here live on the Couch Potato Sports Report. It's Mo Better here with T-Bird, Dex, and a very, very, very special guest from Carterville High School's dominant, powerful football program, Mr. Malachi Jeffries. The running back. The running back, averaging over 100 yards a game. Good evening, sir. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm good. I'm very blessed to be here. Oh, Lord, listen now. Look at that bass in his voice. Oh, just stop. All right. So we're um, we're wrapping up, getting ready to start the playoffs. So what's your process just in general? I mean, y'all are, what, was it 10-1, 9-1? What's, yeah. what's the record? 9-1. 9-1. Um, so what's your process? I mean, again, you're carrying the load, beast mode. So what's your process for preparing for a game? Um, first, I thank God for waking me up. And then I go to school, work out, watch film. Then after school, I eat pregame meal. And then I have a little devotion. And then after that, we have like a, a offensive meeting for the offense. Mm-hmm. And it's game time. Wow. Yeah. Do you like have your ear pods in and you're like, yeah. What's what's on your playlist? I've been listening to that the NBA Youngboy. Who? NBA Youngboy. Okay, I feel old. All right, yeah. T Bird, you act like you know who that is. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna even lie. Oh my goodness! <laughs> who you said was DJ Youngboy? NBA Youngboy. Just stop. Yeah. Just stop. Just don't even. Hey, Malachi. I'm old enough to be your dad. So I, <laughs> granddaddy, 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 <laughs> sir, granddaddy. So yeah. Malachi, you had 20 carries for 227 yards and two touchdowns against Dalton. I mean, do you? I know that. I know what you're going to say. It's not about the stats. It's about the win. But do you feel like, on some level, that again, are, are there are these stats remarkable to you in terms of what you're doing out there? Um. I expect more out of myself, more than the yards that I get. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not all about me. It's about my team. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all the yards and all the stats don't go to me. It go to my team. Gotcha. Because we, we play as a team, mm-hmm. you know. So, but every time I get a chance to get the ball, I do what I can, especially <clears throat> when we up and sometimes when we down, you know, I just do what I can. Yeah. What role does uh, mental toughness play in making to the championship? Uh, um, it plays a major role in knowing how to deal with adversity when mistakes happen, being able to pin my team up and control each other's emotions so we continue to dominate. Oh, yeah. continue to dominate. I like, I like that. that. I like, I like that, that. I like that word, dominate. Uh, you know, I just, as a running back, I, I noticed that, when I played for Cartersville, you know, we we ran the OI formation. Uh, the plays were brought in uh, by offensive linemen. But I noticed you guys are on the field, and some kind of way y'all know. I mean, when you look up, y'all look over to the sidelines, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. And everybody know what they're supposed to do right then, right? Yes, sir. I mean, see, I would be lost because I ain't never done that before. So, and I'll – Everybody know how to block and everything, right? Yes, yes sir. So, uh, do you as a running back, do you get better the more times you have the ball, or you like in a game, like if they run you consecutive times, do you feel like you get stronger? I mean, it just when I get the ball, you know, 
I just have more energy every every time. You know, I get it. You know, every time I get the ball, I just they just got to expect better uh, out of me, more out of me. You know, and sometimes it's not all about getting a ball. So like, you know, I got a block too for my QB. Right, right, yeah, right. yeah. So you know. Yeah, I just know that some running backs. Yeah. The more they get the ball, the stronger they get because you're wearing <laughs> that defense down. You pounding. I like the way you run that ball, man. Yeah. You stick it up in between the tackles and you pound, don't you? Yes, sir. See, that's that's what I'm talking. About. That's I'm old school like that. We'd so. have never guessed. <laughs> <laughs> and what the thing that I wanted to ask you though, and this is going back to the Cal home game. Now, when y'all were at the goal line, oh, here we go. I just want to know. Was 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 that a read option or was that play uh, called for Paul to run it in or did he have the option of running it or giving it to you? Um, no, it was the led to me. So, but if we ever have trouble on a like going into the end zone, you know, and we see other teams like catch on the stuff, the right. stuff we do, right. we'll switch stuff up, you know. Okay, okay. Well, I was just I was just wondering. I, I mean. Because, uh, you know, I, I, right with me, you know, I'm giving it to, you know, my best, what I feel like my best back at that time. Because you pounding. T- you've been eating all night. Yes, sir. So. Uh, T-Bert. T-Bert. Leave that boy. Stop it. Leave that boy alone. <laughs> nah, boy nah, alone. nah, I was just asking now, you know, we. You know, like, we, like he's gonna say anything. No, nah, nah, it's okay. I, I love his he answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? No, no, no. I love his answer. Now, see what y'all need to do. Y'all uh, just need to sit over there and be quiet, because I got the I got the table now. So, uh, but yeah, I just want to tell you, I love the way you pound that ball in there. And this is OG. He got a couple of questions he want to ask you. Uh, if you don't want to answer me, I'll have to. <laughs> So, so as a running back on a designed run, you know, it's draw play or you know you're going to get the ball. Based on how the defense is lined up, whether it's cover two or zone, does that affect how you're going to run or where you're going to run? Um, no, sir. Uh, well, I have to play. I have to run the ball wherever the, the play is designed for me to run. But if a co- if the coaches see something that they don't like, then um, they'll give us an audible and then we'll switch. And we'll like switch to uh, play up or whatever. Okay. So at the end of the game, you know, every once in a while you'll see a team go up and up by five or so, and the running back's got to take a knee at the one yard line. How how hard is that to? I mean, just you're you're right there. Like you want to to go score, but you know you give the other team a chance. Like is it is it tough to to take a knee like that? I mean, yeah, you show no mercy. <laughs> show no mercy. I like it. I like it. No mercy. Uh, I, uh, uh, Malachi, another question I want to ask you. You know, we, we big with the cast Cartersville rivalry. And, uh, of course, y'all y'all went up there and handled your business. Yes, sir. And that's what you're supposed to do because yes, we purple. We blue and we purple all the way through, ain't we? Yes, sir. All, ain't, ain't nobody got nothing on us. So, uh, what's that like? What's your what's your thinking on it? I know you've heard all the rumors of cast and Cartersville. I, so what's your mentality going into into that rivalry game? You know, uh, you know, I really, I really be focused in every game that I go to because you know, I take pride of what I do in every game I play. So you know, I just motivate uh, motivate myself, you know, to be prepared and mentally prepared for the game. Mm-hmm. And for that game, you know, 
already knew what was going to happen. So, you know, I really don't worry about, like, other players on other teams, about, like, stars. Like, I don't really care about none of that because it's, like. it's about dominating, doing your job, handling your business. So I don't really don't pay attention to other people. Like, some people be like, oh, what Cartersville going to do? Yada, yada, yada. This other team got big... Yeah. Office alignment. I don't care about none of that. I've been. I mean, I've been playing against big people since I was young, so it's like normal to me. That's that dominating spirit that we got at Cartersville, ain't it, baby? Yeah. We don't play. Sure. We don't play. See, we got a. Uh, you went to model, right? Yes. We ain't gonna need talk about all, that. First of all, we ain't gonna need to talk about Model. And where did you go? I went to school in Florida. Oh my God! One okay, the, one of the other football powerhouse states. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah just like uh, Georgia's one of them. Just, Florida's another. Yeah, just like uh, Here we go. Florida State. Here we go. But anyway, but Malachi, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Because when we go play cast, we go on to dominate, yes, sir. Year after year. Yeah, they they talk trash every year. Okay, you know we haven't asked. Um, you talked about you know you've been playing since you were young. How how long you've been playing playing ball? Um, I've been playing football since I was six. Wow. Do you plan to I, play at the next level? Yes, ma'am. Top three, top three schools. Uh, Alabama University, of Alabama. That's my, that's my school. Okay. Yeah. I don't really. That's the only team I really like. I don't play. I don't like no other team. But like, if Georgia play, you know, I, I'm cheering for them too because like I'm from Georgia. So. Right. Right. But so that's, are we trying to play for for Coach Saban? Hey, if they throw me the O's, I'm, I'm taking it. I'm gone. So have you been on any visits or anything? Uh, Kennesaw State University, Jacksonville State. Yes. And, yes. Uh, Ander- Anderson. It, I took a tour, school tour. Uh-huh. It, was, it was really nice. Yeah. Don't yeah. sleep on Jacksonville State. Don't. I know that. <laughs> I know they're not. Really with the big dog, but they almost took down. Who did they? Who did they play? Was it? Um, I know. Florida I- State. I think or Georgia yeah. Tech. They almost took down Georgia yeah. Tech. Yeah, I went to uh, UTC uh-huh. Chattanooga. It was really nice over there too. One of my homeboys over there, Sam. Okay, Sam Phillips. All right. Have you ever thought about uh, HBCUs? Thought about Coach Prime? <laughs> I mean, hey, Coach Prime, throw me. Oh, I might, I might go over there too. I heard that. So All you're right. open. You're open. Yeah, I'm open. I'm open. Yeah. I, I mean, I I don't have no D1 offers, but I mean, I have some offers, but they're not D1. But I'm talking to D1 schools. I got you. Of course you are, sir. The numbers you putting up. Last question. So, how prepared for the playoffs do you think your team is? I think my uh, team is well prepared. Um, It started off in the summer, conditioning, lifting, grinding. The tradition that Cartersville hold, I believe that we'll reach our goals to become the next champions at Cartersville High. That's the one I'm talking about. Nice, nice. What you got, OG? So, did... Do you think the uh, taking one on the chin was the best thing for the team, or is that is that something that you would have just rather just won out? Like, what do you mean? Like, you talking about y'all getting spanked that one time? Oh, when well, against got, against Cal, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's the best learning experience for a team, and you really understand where where you need to grow so you can address that need. I mean, yeah, you know, we wasn't expecting Calhoun. To beat us, but you know, we had a little few mistakes in the game. You know, five uh, turnovers. Turnovers. Yeah. You know, and, you know. After that, we just had to go back to work. I mean, we couldn't just get stuck on one game and.
be upset, you know, after we look after we lost that game, right back to working. Right. Yeah. But, you, for the next game. but you're not gonna tolerate losing at all, are no. you? Oh, good grief. You're not gonna tolerate losing at all. You sound like Don King. I'm Quite just telling you. We ain't talking about tolerating no losing. <laughs> I know what OG was trying to do over there. You ain't pulling nobody out of we, we Cartersville go. High School. We don't tolerate losing. On, on that note, Malachi, thanks for joining us. Good luck in the playoffs, no sir. Thank you. Y'all stick with us. We'll be back. We'll talk a little bit of uh, sad news. Uh, Vince Dooley passing. Y'all stick with us. Hey, it's OG from the Couch Potato Sports Report. You know, the smart one. Listen live every Friday at 6 p.m. on Podbean as I drop some knowledge on T-Bird to tell him like it is. And then he tries to tell me why I'm wrong about Notre Dame being hypocrites, the Braves repeating, or soccer being better than basketball. Chat with us live on Fridays or catch it later on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. It's jumping in here. It's like club night. Yeah. We should have a, we should have a bouncer at the door. Yeah. Spoke drink drink well, specials. We got a bouncer. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> be like six twelve. Yes, wow. sir. All right, for a little, little sad news, and we certainly meant to talk about this last week, but the great, the great, the great Georgia football coach, uh, athletic director Vince Dooley, passed away at age ninety. Um, it certainly is the end of an era. Um, he was certainly a, a special man, OG. Yeah, you know, he, he's a Georgia legend. Legend. And, and anywhere he goes, even even currently, uh, or, you know, in the recent years, anytime he'd, he'd go somewhere, he'd be recognized in the state. Of, he's, he's, a, he's an instant celebrity. Mm-hmm. I think, well, he, we're talking, as far as his record at Georgia, for, for the long time, he was the... Um, the only coach to lead Georgia to a national championship. Um, but I think it's more than that. And and some folks were like, well, you know, he was able to do that because he had Herschel Walker. Um, but his overall record was he won 201 games and, and lost 77, which, which is pretty impressive. As athletic director, he won 20 national championships. Of course, that's across different sports. Yeah. But that that's nothing. That's nothing to snooze at. Um T-Bird. So what are your thoughts? How do we honor him? What's his legacy? Well, you know, uh, Vince was a heck of a coach for his time. You know, he had the ground and pound game. Um, and he he was uh, the University of Georgia football for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think you honor him, especially Georgia, by beating Tennessee, first of all, on Saturday. Right. Because I'm sure that's what he would want more than anything. Mm-hmm. So, uh you know, uh, Vince was uh, 
He was almost like Herschel Walker's daddy. Matter of fact, I mean, Herschel looked up to him like that. Uh, very good man. Uh, you, I, I've never heard anybody say nothing bad about Fence Dooley. Never met him in person, and he was just, in spite of people, you know, wanting his attention and, and being in awe of him, he was patient, he was kind, and he took time to talk to every single person and shake hands. And I just think that he was just a true gentleman. They don't make him like that anymore. No, they don't. Um, and he'll he'll sh- be surely missed, surely missed. He he, um, he was doing Kroger commercials on the radio. And uh, you, you could tell when he got sick because when he first started, he was strong. And then his voice got, uh, you know, kind of bad. But right before the day he died, his, his wife, Barbara, was doing the 92.9 show. Mm. And she was talking about him. She, and what I liked about it, she'd come over there and tell jokes about Horan Vince. And you talking about a, 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 a dog fan. I mean, she was right there with him. So, And then, unfortunately, the next day he passed because mm-hmm. she was saying how he just came home. So, you know, we're going to miss Vince. And I'm sure he's going to live on forever in the University of Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, again, this is not real shade, but um, do you think Kirby Smart um, will ever be – there's no way to match that, of course. But do you think he is on the road to cementing his legacy in Georgia? Like I think if he wins another title, I think he will because uh, Vince won one, mm-hmm. but he won a lot of SEC championships. Right. So I think if Kirby wins another one, he'll certainly be in the conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, it depends on how long he stays there. But right now, Kirby's on the right track. He is. He is. Um, we had another um, unti- well, untimely passing. Um, Hall of Fame punter Ray Guy passed away. He uh, played for many years for the Raiders, was the first punter inducted into the Hall of Fame. Right. I don't think people understand what he did for the game, T-Bird. Do you? Yeah. Uh, no, not really. Because, see, you, when you got a good punter, he flips the field. And Ray Guy did that. He was, uh, I mean, uh, f- the first punter to go in the Hall of Fame. So that tells you all you need to know about him. And a uh, heck of an athlete as far as a punter. And he was, he was uh, a dog. For uh, my boy out there, what's it? Al Davis? Yeah. So uh, very unfortunate to hear that he was seventy-two years old, mm-hmm. and you know, no matter how great they are, man, we all going that way. So hated um, to hear that too. Six hundred six hundred nineteen punts without having one block—that's a tremendous streak, OG. The fact that he's not had a single kick blocked is impressive, just in and of itself, because. It's more than just him that it takes to to not have anything blocked. You know, that's that's a team stat just as much as it is an individual one. Mm-hmm. But and he revolutionized punting, obviously, and, and just like Tiber said, flipping the field was something that just wasn't really done that often back then. And obviously being the first punter in the Hall of Fame, that's that says a lot about kind of what he did for that position at yeah. the time. He actually kind of helped coin the phrase hang time based right. on how he high sure his did. punts. Um, sure stats aren't necessarily great um, compared to our our standard today, but I think it's the intangibles that he did that he contributed that really mm-hmm. make him um, a, wor- a noteworthy um, person to remember 
Uh, and yes, I know football is a sport, but it, it's the stats. It, it's those who make history. It's those who um, end up in the Hall of Fame for reasons because they're memorable and their play on the field certainly has an impact. What do you guys think? Hey, I agree with you, Mom. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So RIP to both of those men. We are ready to take a break because we've got another great in-studio guest. Y'all stick with us to find out who. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 677-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at live here on the Capitan Sports Report. The gang's all here. It's Mo Better T-Bird and the other guy. And some guy, this producer named Dex. I guess he's mentionable. You better put some respect on my name. But, but. Right no, no, it's respect. Yeah, and I'll say. Yeah, what he, he said, what he said. It's so respect on my name. We're excited. Um, again, this, this is a special night. We've got another very special guest with us here in the studio Another one of Cartersville High School's finest. He is a specimen. Specimen. And I mean that in the most, you know, tasteful way. Yeah. Big dude. Big dude. Yeah. Mr. Jonathan Klein. How you doing this evening, sir? I'm good. How are y'all? Doing good. Doing good. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. I I got it. I don't know if anybody has this question. So how tall are you? I'm 6'3". Jesus. In the morning. 6'2"? 6'3". 6'3", 6'4", with shoes on. Okay. I ain't mad at you. Take it with you, bro. All right, Jonathan. uh, So you're doing all the blocking for Malachi. Or what are you, uh, right side, left side? Left side, blind side. Okay. You tackle, guard? Tackle. Okay, so you got the blind side, making sure uh, Paul Gamble don't get hit. Yes, sir. So All right. So tell me. When you are, as an offensive lineman, I know that you guys uh, look to the sidelines. Like like I was telling uh, Malachi, when I played, we alternated guards and stuff for plays. But everybody get to play at the same time, right? Yes, and y'all know exactly how to block from the play coming in from the sideline. Very unique to me. 
I mean, I always wondered how you do that. And uh, is it is it something hard to pick up? Not at all. Um, we pride ourselves in our film time and our playbook. Um, this year, we actually started each offensive lineman has their own book, and we plan off a play sheet. Right. And mon- every Monday through Thursday, we have seven seven twenty film, seven twenty film, and so that's where it all starts at. You know, we the coaches over the weekend will do the scouting report on the other team. Right. And, you know, we'll come in Monday. They'll give us our new sheets and we'll start filling in plays. And so we have to, we have to know what every position does. Every position has on every play. And that what that's what helps get us ready for it. That, that's cool, man, because when I watch y'all play, I really don't see a whole bunch of mistakes. Yes, sir. And and I'm sure that comes with reps and, and all that, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so obviously the uh, complexity uh, of the O-line has changed from T-Bird's day. So – when you're blocking or, or swinging out for a for a screen pass, I mean that's just something that's ingrained in your brain because you've you've done the you know obviously f- that week you've you've talked about what's going to happen. But how do you keep it all straight on? Oh, I'm pulling left, pulling right. Is that just just repetition of of the playbook in your head and just knowing up what every position does? Yes, sir. I, I mean that's that's what it all is. Like I, me personally, I've been I've been playing on varsity since freshman year. So I've gotten a lot of a lot of reps. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of greats do it. You know, Jonah Gamble, who's at Memphis now, he was right. my idol when I was a freshman. I looked up to him a lot, and I've had a lot of great ones like uh, Hayden Cagle. He's now at yeah. Shorter, I believe, um, and he he was he was really the brain of the O line th- those couple of years, really, um, and really helped me out. Pointed pointed out a lot for me. Um, and it's like I said, like I played right tackle the first two years, and as I got bigger and stronger, they're like, you know what, we can move you to left. They thought I was that'd be a good blind side. Right. So that was that was great. It was just and like you said, it's all about repetition. Mm-hmm. Repetition and memorization. That's what we have a lot. Um, so I'm always curious because to me, um, the offensive line, they're the unsung heroes. The work that they put in, um, again, if you don't if you don't hit a block um, there's no hole for the running back to run through. If you don't, if you don't catch that rush, then the quarterback is going down. So, in terms of being an offensive lineman, is that kind of how long you've been playing? As a kid, did you say, "Hey, I want to, I want to be on the blind side"? You know. Uh, well, I mean, we have a joke on the O line. We say like we're like the AC. No one notices unless we're out right. or something's wrong with us. You know. That's right. Um, but no, like growing up, I was just a lot bigger than all the rest of the kids. Um, I didn't really hit a growth spurt, you know, until like middle school, but I was a lot rounder growing up <laughs> than other kids. So, you know, they were naturally like, well, you know, he just got to stand there and he'll block for us. So, you know, I moved to the line and I actually really found a love for it. A lot of guys don't have the love for the offensive line. I love it. Mm-hmm. I like to be able to put my hands on somebody and against their will, put them somewhere they want to, don't want to be. And that's what I pride myself on. I got a question. It's probably random, but. Is it that is you see a lot of holding penalties? I was just gonna say that. So, <laughs> is I mean, is it that complicated to not hold, or is it just something that happens and they just catch it occasionally, or is it about form? Oh yeah, no, it's just like me. I hold every play. <laughs> I, 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 hold, I am coached to hold. I'm gonna hold you. That's, really? That's something I, I I pride myself on. Like I. You're right. I'm going to put my hands on your shoulder pads and I'm not going to let you move. Uh-huh. Now, it's just uh, getting caught 
<laughs> that's that's where you mess up on. Like if you grab the jersey or you yeah. slip off the pads a little bit and you know you, they see that jersey getting pulled a little bit, that's where you messed up. You got to hit perfectly right on the chest. And you, you, so can't, you, grab you can't come to the outside. Yeah, inside yeah, no. the, inside yeah, the armpits. Right, right here yeah. in the armpits. It's, right. You got to lock on it. That's something we pride ourselves on. Um, a lot of our guys were blessed with the strength and size of our offensive line. Right. Um, I mean, our guys pretty much average 6'1", six, 6'2", six yeah. two, 270. That's, that's a big line. Um, I'm one of the bigger ones at left tackle. I'm, like I said, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, with – I'm two seventy, and our right tackle six six, three hundred pounds. So, um, and he's a he's a junior. It's his first year starting, and I and I think great. we're doing a great job about it. Um, yeah, uh, real quick question: Who do they feed you guys to get you that big? <laughs> anything, <laughs> anything that's set in front of us, we ate. Small kids, goats, neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. So, so. Um, Offensive line, apparently you got a real passion to play O-line. And uh, when when that running back, when they chunking up them yards, that make that just make you feel like oh, yeah. that make you feel like the man don't. Yes, sir. Me because ever. if they if they running for yards, that means y'all doing your job. Yes, sir. That's all right. That's- I want to ask you the same thing we asked Malachi. And what what's your process for preparing for a game? Um, me, I get with my guys. And I, I try to give him a little talk. You know, I'm a senior. It's my last year. I want to be like, look, guys, we got to find a way. Uh, no matter who it is, no matter who's lined up against us, we could be playing the Saints. I don't care. I'm going to go out there and that guy in front of me, he's going to get hurt at the, at the least. I don't care if I get a holding call. He's he's going to get moved. Dominate. Um, Dominate. That, like, I'm, I'm going to – "Quote unquote killer mindset." Like I want to go out there and I just want to dominate. I don't care what I do. I mean, I've went out there and broke people's, you know, hands, yeah. wrists, oh, yeah. arms, and you know, I feel bad because I mean, you know, I was raised. Everyone's raised right. You know, you 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 don't want to go out there and hurt somebody. But at the end of the day, you're going to if you're that much stronger, or if you have that much more intent than the other person does. It happens, but you can't let it affect your game. They got trainers on the other side, don't they? Yes, sir. Really? <laughs> you, you said that that killer uh, mindset, and I and I. So, so what role does mental toughness play in making it to the championship? Um, you know, being physical, physically strong, is something that you see a lot. And in Georgia, you know, every every team that goes to the state playoffs, you know, they all got the physical, you know big guys that are the strongest mm-hmm. at Cartersville, we believe about being mentally strong and it's something we we get taught um and we help you know as seniors we help teach the younger guys as much as we can and it's just every word we have a different um uh, sorry every week we have a different word of the week right. and we really we really train ourselves on dominating the details and being the best we can being one and know every week that's mm-hmm. something that we we really pride ourselves on right? love it Love it, love it. Yeah. What, what's up? What do you bench? Like, I mean, you look pretty strong, guy. Um, I, I as of Monday, I benched four thirty. Rookie number. Good. I can do that. You need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, is a is squatting? You know, your legs probably more helpful for for you, or or is it arms as well? Um, you know, being an offensive lineman, I think it's a little mixture of everything. <gasps> um, you know, I'm I'm blessed with the size and the strength to where I can. I I do a little bit more than a lot of people. Um, I think I'm 15 pounds away from the school bench record. I'm getting in the 600 and squat, um, and I and I really think you know when you hold, 
when you hold that D lineman, you got to be able to bench and hold him right. steady. That, that's right. When you, you got to be able to squat so you can push that guy 20, you know, you got to lead that running back. Yeah. You got to yeah, make yeah. a gap for him. So yeah. I think, I think everything plays its role. Like even power cleans, that's something we do every, every right. week we lift power clean squats, front squats and bench. That, that, that's what we pride ourselves on. Right. Um, that's something that we, we really focus on. And I think they all have their, their ways to help us onto the field. Uh, yeah, real quick. During this interview, we've addressed, you know, mental toughness, physical toughness, and you've addressed all those things. Footwork, how much does that play into your game and how do you prepare for that? Our guys, we are really, we're really quite blessed this year. All of our guys have great footwork. Um, I play, I actually, football was my third sport. I actually started off playing baseball and soccer. Oh, okay. I no, didn't, no ballet? No ballet. <laughs> but I hear that's what they're going to put me in in college. That's so what I'm saying. Coming. As they should. <laughs> yeah, look for should. them. But I actually, I, I get one of the compliments I'm, I'm very blessed to receive every now and then. You know, I get complimented on my footwork all the time. And that's just really because um, on my spare time, I like, you know, I get on the ladder. And, right. you know, I'm, I'm doing footwork or I'm going to a trainer. Y'all mentioned him earlier, uh, A.T. Barnes. Right, A.T. Right. Uh, I go to A.T. all the time. Um, or Silas Ritchie. I know them both, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, Matter of fact, I coach Silas. Really? Yeah. Yes, sir. I have I've grew up with Silas, and I, I met A.T. as I got into high school, and I'm right. with them, like, every week. Okay. Um, and they they really try to focus on my footwork because they know at the next level it, it's, it's going to do me good. And so I never take anything lightly. And footwork, especially if we're just running drills before the game, you know, just getting through, I make sure I over, over exaggerate my feet. So when I'm in the game and I'm just, you know, a little bit less, I'm right. still pretty, pretty good. Wow. Well, you seem like you're pretty hyper and, and that's a, that's a good way to be. You seem like you're excited about what you do. Yes. Sir. You know, you're excited about football. You, you mentioned you going to UCF. I'm sure they're going to be thrilled to have you down there. And I'm going to be thrilled watching you because, uh, you know, I watch UCF when they come on ESPN. So. And uh, the question I want to ask you is what I asked uh, uh, Malachi. Is, you know, we got the Cass-Cartersville rivalry. Oh, here we go. And uh, see, <laughs> see these these people not used to winning. I went to Cartersville. I played football. Cartersville. We used to win. Yes, sir. And when we – and the team, if we don't beat nobody else, who we want to beat, John? We want to beat – who? We're gonna be cast. We're gonna be cast. We're gonna be cast. And so what's your what's your mindset when you go to play cast, knowing that the history that we have with them? Um Cass, honestly, like even like you said, it's a big rivalry game, but I, I really I take it like any other week. I can't I can't prioritize them just because it's cast. I right. take it the same, same intensity. Uh, I try to execute at the same level. Um, I just, I can't just because they're around. Yeah, you, you, know? you, you can't get to that. Can I ask a question? Dominate. Ma'am. Jonathan, okay. So in your lifetime, you never, Cardinal has never lost to cast. Is it really still a rivalry since y'all dominate them so much? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, they're, they're, tell them. You gotta, you gotta think about it. We grow up playing ball with the Cass and Woodland kids, mm-hmm. and those cats talk smack, a lot of smack. <laughs> and it's just, oh, just because y'all are Cardinals, y'all aren't gonna beat us. Right. Just because y'all are Cardinals, they ain't gonna beat us. I'm like, okay, well, 
I'll meet you on the field. That's all we say. And we usually prove our point pretty well. You ever just want scoreboard? Yeah. You know, at the end of the game, you just you – Because know. you don't want to be on that team that lose to them. Yes, sir. You don't. I left in 81, and they got they beat Cartersville in 84, 85, something like that. And that's the first thing I told – I said, I ain't there no more. So, I, I it's it's real. It's still real. OG, you got something? No, I'm just I'm just – Still mesmerized at, at how much weight this guy moves uh, in in the weight room, but then on the field, you know, I, I'm sure it's kind of a source of pride if if they send two guys for uh, where you're blocking and they still don't get to the quarterback. You know, you you slow them down or whatever enough to get the playoff or to get Malachi out. Yes, I'm sure that's like a, a sense of pride. Like, hey, two guys can't can't get past me, right? Oh yes, yeah. so we uh, when we played Altoona, actually, I had two guys rush me. Right. I had a backer and their six six two two forty DN try to, and I, I got both of them. And, I, and <laughs> nice. I, I was very, and it was it was on a pass play. So I just I sit back, I popped him, and the other guy came right into his back almost and tried to pop, try to finish me off. And I stood my ground, and I, I was actually I was very proud of myself. It's a that. battle. It's, it's about te- technique too, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, they teach technique big time, right? Yeah. yeah. Last question. Um, so the regular season has ended, of course. Playoffs have be, are beginning. How prepared for the playoffs do you think this team is? I think this team is ready to go. I think we are. We have been coached. Excuse me. Like I, I think we have been coached, Coaching and and I, and I think that we definitely have the talent and the size to execute and be a week five, you know, playoff, you know, state state championship team. Um, and like I said earlier, every every team that you see going state, you know, they have the people, they have this, you know, they have that. You can look at Cardinals every year, and we we don't always have the leading the leading guy who's uh, leading the state in rush yards, receiving yards, right. catching. You know, um, the quarter the best quarterbacks. But at Cartersville, we will be coached the right way, and we're going to execute and be a fourth quarter team, and we're going to outplay, outsmart, and just out execute the other team. Mike drop. There Mike you have it drop. right there, baby. Mike drop. We be I bleed purple, baby. We know, we know. And you look like Freddie Freeman too. You ever been told that? You know what? Just stop. God, you look Jonathan, like Freddie. Jonathan, thank you for joining us, sir. Best of luck to you, you. here at Cardinalville and at the next level. Um, any final thoughts, guys? Hey, go Canes, and uh, we're going to be watching, buddy. We'll be watching, sir. Good luck down there at UFC. All right, y'all stick with us. We'll be back to talk something. I don't know. I can't find my – who are we talking about next? Oh, Uh, uh, big big football game coming up. Y'all stick with us. Georgia, Florida. I mean, Georgia, Tennessee.
Hey, this is Mo Better with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. We are back here on the Captain Sports Report. Oh my goodness, I don't know what you, I hope you don't have I hope nobody dies in your family. Hope you don't have to go to a wedding, a funeral, nothing Saturday because the place to be if you're not in Athens is it parked in front of your TV to watch the Georgia Tennessee game. Yo, the implications first of all, OG, were you shocked when Tennessee was ranked number 1 yeah, yeah, by they- the college football they leapfrogged everybody. Whoa! You know, I mean, it's rightfully so, but man, all the way to number one, just just like that. Are they that good? We're gonna find out. I mean, you beat you beat a, a top ranked team once. Yeah, that could be a fluke, but you beat another, you know, top three, four team twice twice in the same season. Then you got something to talk about. Uh, T Bird, what do you think? Well. Georgia's going to have to be ready because these boys want to beat Georgia and they want to beat them at Sanford Stadium. And uh, they play fast. And, I, you know, they, they go no huddle. So they, they trying to keep your same defense on the field. And Georgia, to be honest with you, they're going to have to make them huddle to, to, to be effective against them because when they get rolling, now I watch them play, when they get rolling, they be rolling. Well, again, Hooker is, uh, he's kind of in the Heisman conversation, but here's the thing. Bennett's numbers are kind of neck and neck with him. They both got, you know, 2,300 yards passing. So my concern is Hooker has been able to expose some secondaries like nothing. Um, and, and I think what hasn't been talked about enough this, this year is Georgia's secondary isn't little that suspect, great? Little suspect. So, OG, I mean, there's certainly potential for an upset here. Don't there, you think? there definitely is. Georgia's defense, albeit good, they lost a lot of players to the NFL last year, mm-hmm. and it's hard to keep that same. Le- I mean, they had a dominant defense. It's almost impossible to keep that same level yeah, multiple hard. years over years. And it's it's gonna. I just I just hope it is a good game and it's yeah. close and it comes down to the end i just i'd hate to see some a big game like this be a blowout either way yeah i mean well, we're I, certainly uh, looking for for bowers um you got to use him he's 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 tremendous um he's a playmaker on your team. he is and so i don't know i think if hooker comes to play it's going to be a problem if if bennett can hook up with 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 bowers it's going to be a problem so again both of these teams are undefeated at the end of the day, one of these teams is going to be paying for the SEC championship and possibly a national championship. What you got, Dex? I don't, I don't know if I'm the only one that's noticed this, but around town I've seen more and more uh, Tennessee volunteer swag. So I feel like they, they're coming out of their southern closet or whatever and flying their flags and everything everywhere. But all over my neighborhood, I've just been seeing burnt orange. Well, well, I thought it was a hunting convention. Oh, <laughs> they're well, here. The thing about it is, is you know, 
for the last, what, 15 years or so, it has been a, a train wreck in Tennessee. It has. So finally, and I don't think anyone expected this head coach to turn this program around as fast as he did. So Didn't they win the national championship with T. Martin? No. Oh, yes. And, and oh, they did. yeah. They won it with T. Martin. Look they, at they me. Never, they never won it with Peyton. Look at me with a uh, college football fact that y'all didn't know. You Googled that. Yeah. Just stop. I did yeah. not. I didn't even know how to spell T. Martin, too. Well, you know, uh, the transfer portal has helped a lot. Yeah. You know, and, and that's that's one thing that I, 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 I like the portal and I don't like the portal for a lot of reasons. But the portal has really helped a lot with teams, you know, they almost doing like NFL teams, you know, with trades and, and whatnot. So, but I'm going to tell you, Stetson Bennett has to have a good game Friday for, to me, for Georgia to win. In those big games, you got to get good quarterback play. You got to get it. And Stetson, uh, even in the last game, I don't think he was all that sharp. So I think if Stetson plays well, makes the right reads, gets the ball, you know, to the open receivers, then I think we're gonna do something. But if if he don't have a good game, I, I think it you know maybe a little I, trouble. I think whichever team is able to run the ball is gonna win. No doubt. Because if, if you can again, if you can pound that ball, it's gonna open up the passing game. So yeah. whoever can 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 the first the first two, what, hundred yards rushing or win. What you think, OG? Yeah, that's a good comment. And I I've read an article a, a week or two ago that basically said that Stetson's a very good game manager. And and last year he could get away with it because there was talent everywhere. Showing a lot more this year. And and he he's he has to play better. He's got to be a very good quarterback a lot more this year. And we haven't quite seen it yet. You're right. We that's that was my point. In these big games, you got to be your quarterback got to be on point because he he's making game decisions yeah and they got to be on point so and i also hear before you go tickets are like 645 a million dollars and and no hotels right (laughs) right you go sleep in your car there you go and people do it but here's the thing though all right so we know we've got to have a good game manager in the quarterback from bennett we know we've got to have a solid run game We've also have to have to have an O line that protects because you know that they're going to try to get after Stetson Bennett. Oh, so um, again, those three things kind of have to work in tandem for Georgia to well offensively. And again, the secondary and I know they're kind of a little bit beat up, but they they've got to show up. And and I just I don't think that they have the experience. This is a young Georgia team. I don't think they have the experience. To, I, I think I think Hooker's gonna pick him apart. And I hate to say that, but I think Hooker's gonna pick him apart. I think I think the Georgia defense is gonna get. I think they're gonna. Uh, their conditioning is. I, they could get exposed from a conditioning point because mm-hmm. because of the way Tennessee plays. Because mm-hmm. Tennessee's defense plays their offense, so they're used to that 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 speed. And I don't I don't know if Georgia is gonna last. Uh, you know, four full quarters. Well, that's the thing. But that that was the thing that I noticed last year um, when they won the championship. Their conditioning was was impeccable. Right. And I remember, um, I remember Kirby Smart saying that before the season started last year, they had like this retreat and they just kind of did some wellness things. Yeah. I'm not sure that they did that this year. I hope they did something similar. 
but it's just it's there's there's something missing in this team. It's sure it's it's the the amount of players that were lost to the NFL, but there's something missing in this team. There there doesn't seem to be and y'all y'all you know tell me if you've noticed this. There doesn't seem to be that edge that they had. That that, that just well, you know, you dropped off some on the defensive side. You lost some. You lost some dogs. You know, so uh, and then their top pass rusher is out. Yeah. So, you know, they hey, they just got to rise up. This is this is okay. I, this is why Kirby get paid the big bucks. This is why Georgia fans talk that yak for these kind of games is coming up on Saturday. Yeah. So, hey, you better bring it. This is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. And these are the games that you want to be in. You got the games you want to be in and the games you got to win. That's exactly right. Um, And don't forget about special teams. Got to have good special team play. Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought that the game of the season would come down between Georgia and And Tennessee? Tennessee. Ain't that something? Who would ever thunk it? Who would ever thunk it? Yes, sir. All right. So, um, y'all stick with us. We're going to come back and talk some basketball in NBA Hawks and some news from the Nets that's both shocking and refreshing. Y'all stick with us. Hey, this is T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday at 6 p.m. live the episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. Okay. I got you. We are back here on the Calpers Head Sports Report. Um, thanks for joining us tonight. We've had a pretty full evening. Mr. Rose Studios, babe. Cartersville, Georgia. Cartersville, Georgia. That's where we are. Six o'clock. Live Car- every Friday. Go Cats High. Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Really? Go okay. Notre Dame. I said it. Look, really? Why would you say those two in the same sentence? Because we, we relate like that. He does have Hennessy in his bag. There is, I think Cartersville could beat Notre Dame. How about that? Oh, my. Move on. <laughs> T-Bird has been talking junk all week. He, oh, t- he texted me the other night when the Hawks won, and it was a good game. Uh, tell um, him what I said. <laughs> uh, I texted him, Murray, too. Murray did have a breakout game. Um, can't deny that he was impressive. But, OG, the bench was horrible, and and uh, Trey did not have a great game. Again, we, we talked, ain't talking about the bench. Well, we, we talking talk, about we, Murray, we about, who both uh, of y'all said. We talked about how it's important for these two to learn how to play together. And again, I'm seeing chinks in the armor. What about you? 
they got to play well in the sandbox. And and like we said, this thing could start crumbling the second that there's a couple games in a row where they're where they don't they don't play nice in the sandbox. So I don't care about points, T Bird. I care about assists. You I'm better sure. care about because, points because that's what you got to have to win. Listen to me now. Listen to me. Trey, Trey's going to get his points. He's going to get he's going to get his share. But he's got to pass the ball to get to set guys up for the, like we said, three guys to score twenty points. Well, we can. You can be in the finals. Trey had nine assists the other night. No, just, Murray had nine assists. What did Trey have? Seven. Okay, so he had seven assists. Okay, and sometimes he gets in double figures and assists. So, what are you going with that, OG? I'm. I'm just. I'm not picking a fight, T Bird. I'm just stating facts. If if Trey could average twenty and ten. I think I think this team could go a long way. He can. I think he can. Uh, he's got to get used to playing the off guard, and I think he's coming around doing that. Him and uh, Murray, they like each other, so that's that's now, a plus. They did before. Yeah, but and you both of you guys, and I quote Murray, who is that? I'm still saying, and that. I'm gonna catch y'all every game when he's showing up because this boy is a Here, dog. Again, the the here's here's the thing. All right, so he's an all star. He's a playmaker. He certainly has made an immediate impact on this team. Do play 38 minutes. Again, it's on the coach to. It's a long. It's a long season. So he, he wants again, to dominate. I get he wants to dominate, but you, you as a, as a coach, you you gotta. He, he he would play sixty minutes if he could, but that's just nah, not a good nah, idea. But he, so no, nah, that's Nate, too much. That's listen, too much. Listen, mm. Trey got hurt the other night. That's why he had to spot Trey's hear, minutes. He excuses. got punched in the eye. You remember seeing that? I hear excuses. No, nah, you ain't hearing no excuses. You hearing facts. And then Trey came back after they went. To, he got a black eye. He got a china. So you had to take him out of the game. So you had to bring your guy in and do what he do. And he was fine. We well, ain't gonna play thirty eight minutes every night. If Nate don't do nothing else, he stick to his rotations. And and sometimes your star got to play a little more. So I ain't mad at that. Are you worried about Trey's turnovers? He, he, I mean, yeah, I, I think he is turning over a little bit more. Like the other night, he I, some sometimes I think he gets a little careless. Yeah, and I think he's got to do better with that. But let me tell you, OG, what, what my biggest thing is with, with the Hawks. It's Nate. Be, <laughs> because I just don't like Nate's style. I'm just going to be honest. I do not. I don't think Nate is an old school coach, and his teaching moments are not good. Yeah, we. I feel like we've been on the cusp of this uh, for the last couple of weeks. Last couple of weeks, we've talked about Nate specifically, and now I think you just let it out and and I hope you feel better after that. I do because I tell you who would I who I would have loved to had is Ma Uduka, who is now going to the Nets. to the new they not new, they Brooklyn Nets. He would have been a good fit for the Young Hawks because because he's a young guy. He's a young guy, and he can relate more. And I think he actually coaches, you know. So I like Nate, but I just think. Nate's time is passing. What you got, Dex? I specifically mentioned that on a previous episode that they should bring him down. And I had mentioned I had a coupon to Magic City since he seems to like that kind of thing. 
Then he wouldn't I, just this say is that. true. This yes, is true. I can I know people at the door, man. I could have got him. Man. I ain't okay. gonna lie, I'd probably be in that weird. Well, here's, well, here's you know. the thing. So the Hawks, the Hawks are five and three, certainly up uh-huh. to a, a decent, decent start, start to this season. It, again, time shall tell um how this how this duo works, but I think we already know what the potential sinkholes are going to be for this team moving forward. Again, uh-huh. uh, Trey and Murray, as long as they can work in tandem, again, that'll work. Uh, you know, a, a third, you'll have to have a third score that's either going to be Collins. Because again, I hope you don't count on Hunter every day to throw in 21 points. I'm, you know what? I'm so Hunter, I just, I, 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 I wouldn't have gave him $95 million. I'm right, just going to tell you. Right. He, he, he gets hurt too much. And tonight he might be there. And the next three nights he might not even show up. So I think we got to get, you know, we'll get Bogey back. He's hurt. And also, John Collins, we you talk about the 2010. We need 20 and 10 from him the majority of the night with uh, a couple of assists or whatever. We need him to play better defense. And what's the big – Capella? Mm-hmm. The big uh, – what's my boy, the big African? Oh, oh. Oh. I, I think eventually I think that's going to be a flip-flop before it's all said and done. Oh, going to be starting and Capella going to be coming off the bench because Capella, he will not learn how to shoot that little 12-footer. Well, he no. will not learn how to do. But that. he's gonna get your rebounds. He got he had ten rebounds. Okay, Collins had thirteen. But rebounds, I need so. some points. I need. But look, they'll pass That's the ball what you around. Got Collins, Young, and Murray. That, you for. you true. But they giving you the twelve footer and Capella won't can't shoot it. Do you think they said that about the worm? They yeah, may right. have, but the no. worm was getting thirty rebounds a game. Well, I mean, well, we can we can shoot, we can aspire to that. But if you want to make your game better, you you got to at least shoot that shot sometimes. I think you know when you know your role, you, you play it well. And, and Capella's role is, is to rebound. Smart, Ellie. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, we, we could have got, uh, gosh, the guy from the um, from the Warriors. They're, they're forward. It's always the instigator. Oh, Draymond, oh, oh, Draymond no. Green. Oh, no. Yeah, he can hit that shot. Don't want Draymond in it. Oh, but, that, but that'd be that a train wreck. He can yeah, he did get kicked either. out of Magic City. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be a train wreck, OG. He would mess up our chemistry. Okay, all right, fine. So you've got a problem with the coach. Well, there is an available coach now, T-Bird. Ooh. Steve Nash, no. he got fired from the Nets. No, I ain't going no Steve Nash. Right? He couldn't even have them clowns up there. Why, but think about but, it. That was a setup. How could you? All those prima donnas. Kyrie Irving is bonkers. He gone out his mind. Kevin Durant is a diva. Yeah. I think James Harden was there at the time. So that's that's <laughs> literally just a recipe. How can any coach, a new coach that without much experience, you can't expect them to manage a team of and, idiots and, like that. And Kyrie, he done figured out how not to play. Right. Every, every year is something. <laughs> every, every year is something. Never playing. All that talent. Sorry about that. But all that talent, and and he, he don't play. Yeah, him and Ben Simmons, man, they've got the recipe. Oh. You know, getting all getting paid and ben, just Ben Simmons, you seen him play? Oh my God, he looks he looks terrible. Yeah, he's well, never he's never he's always been overrated since he was at LSU. He was I, I just I just never bought him as the the dominant player that he really <laughs> portrayed or tried to portray himself to be. He was all he's always been overrated. He's terrible. Um, yeah, it, see, and you know, I was thinking about them, you know, Steve Nash coming to the team, and then I realized 
is kind of a problem. Gosh. Uh, what? What? What's the problem? The problem is nobody speaks Canadian on that team. <laughs> this boy is... Man, you should have been on Def Comedy Jam. <laughs> no, nah, they kicked me off, man. So. But... <laughs> Okay, like we got the Pelicans tomorrow night, and I don't know if uh, Zion. Uh, yeah, he another one. Don't never play. I, I think he was he played last week. I last think. week, but he missed Is the game hurting? that we. The, the, he missed that game that we played him in. I think he, he was hurt then, but I think he's back. I mean, this Maybe. cat. He has the potential to be one of the most dominant players in the league because he's got size. He's he's not. You know, he's not too skinny. You can throw him around. Like, he's got a big body. Yeah. And why? And he can score from just about anywhere. He has so much potential. But yeah. here's the thing. I remember when he first came into the league or when, he, you know, when when he there was they were so high on him being the, the def- definitive first draft pick. And there were comparisons to him being a game changer like LeBron. Right. Um, I haven't seen that. I don't think we will. Um, he's starting to go along the lines. Who was the guy who was Greg Odom? Yes. Um, yeah. Again, there, just, there's just all this alleged talent and just dominating the game and then just hurt. Just and, hurt. Yeah, when just he ran hurt, down the court, hurt. he done pulled something. Right. Yeah, I mean, out for well, six toe, weeks. Got, got an ingrown toenail that can't play for 12 months. Just, <laughs> I don't get it. What you got to do? There's a weakness in Zion's game, though. It's – um. Not enough cheeseburgers. No, well, I was gonna say frozen yogurt, but uh, yeah, he's he's weak for his sugary snacks. You could tell right around the midsection in his why game. Do we, why do we even bother? My question, guys, is you know, as as far as um, the Kyrie Irving, what did he say? This uh, well, my understanding is he he tweeted a link to a movie that um, there were some very anti-Semitic movie. Um, remarks, and then he was not, he was unrepentant and apologizing for it. So, isn't that free speech? He, this is like the, um, to me, it's, it's very similar to, to the Boston head coach because it's, it's a character thing because he's a role model. Okay. And like, I just, but I can't have an opinion as a role model. Is that what you're saying? No, Mo, I, I'm not, I'm not, I just, my thought on it is that it's a character, like you've got to be a good character and, and I'm sure there was some, something somewhere that they kind of invented a reason to suspend him for that. He said, coming from where I come from, how can I be anti-Semitic mm. is what he said. So that could mean a lot of different things. And then they when they were asking him the questions, you know, he he kept they y'all gonna ask me all these questions over. Then he finally came out with a tweet where he apologized to Jewish people and all that. But I have no idea. I really don't have no idea what's going on in Kyrie's mind. One of the best talents I ever seen play with a basketball, but he never plays. I think he's become bitter. I think that. And with his time um, with Cleveland, there was a period where he was the man and LeBron wasn't there and he was the man that was his team Mm -hmm. and he couldn't get it done. And Um, he hadn't been able to recapture that. And so then LeBron, then he went with LeBron. 
Mm-hmm. He actually made the game win shot, right? He, he won. Won that um, one. Then he so, left. So, yeah. And so I just think that ever since then, in, in terms of, and, and probably it's an ego thing, but I think that he expect, expects a level of respect that he hasn't gotten in a long time. And I think it's made him bitter. And I think that it's, it's affected his game. And I think it's affected him mentally. I, um, I agree with you. And Mom. again, here's the thing. You, you notice a lot of ball players, rappers, celebrities who are wading into the water of social issues. I get it. You want to be an advocate, but you have to be very, very careful about what you say in this day and age. And, and I was kind of playing devil's advocate with your OG, but yeah, it's, it's, yes, there's free speech, but there's a responsibility to what you say. Um, and it matters. And he one of the ones that said the earth wasn't, wasn't flat. Said it, yes. He said it was flat. Well, he said it was flat. So the, the Nets say, you know, he is currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. That's that's pretty, that's pretty strong. To say. Yeah, because they calling it a five game suspension, but at it's least, probably going to be longer than least. that. That's the minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess why say anything when right. when it's so when there's a negative kind of like it's yeah. just you don't need to say anything. And, and the fact that you feel you need to again speaks to something mentally being just. Right. I, or ego again it, it's insulation he's insulated by money he's insulated by yes man he's insulated by you know all the luxuries and things like that he it's not like you can take money away from him you can't take away people that are listening to him you can't take away anything from him so you have he has no conscious right now it's like people who drink too much there's no there's no filter there's nothing telling them to say no there's no conscious basically so yeah we witness that every friday yeah we know. he offered <laughs> <laughs> he Damn, shot he, fired he offered to pay five hundred thousand dollars yeah but they declined it and i don't blame him because again and that's a, that's the face. it's yeah. it's a very expensive price to pay it's one it's a lesson we should all learn again think before before you post Again, it, it may sound good that. in the moment, the truth. but at the end of the day, there are serious repercussions. Just ask Kanye or Yay or whatever he calls himself now. When the net, when we play the Nets, I want to dominate them. I don't want to have no pity on them because of what they're going through. Right. You can't. It's all self-inflicted, isn't it? Yeah, but because we're the Hawks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we might have some problems. What y'all think? <laughs> So, you know. Anyway, we got that. We got the Pelicans tomorrow night. We need to get that win. We need to get that win. And, um, and, and, before we got here, guys, um, I know that baseball for the for um, the Braves is over. Uh, but what? Oh, uh, we had uh, a comment from the uh, from the chat. It said that. Um, when he asked about uh, when we asked about it during the press conference, he said the Holocaust never happened, and oh did he goodness. feel repentant about it? And he says, "I doubt it." So, I mean, honestly, somebody else on Twitter mentioned that he couldn't say that um, he was sorry, and that's really why they think right, right. He, he, he couldn't say it because they, yeah, he can't say right. sorry because otherwise he'd be lying. So, right. wow. yeah. so I want to want to talk a little bit about baseball, OG. So. I know the Braves aren't playing anymore, but something historic happened for the second time in history. And the World Series has been going on since 1903. So it's, it's more than 100 World Series. There was a no-hitter thrown. Yes. So 1956, the perfect game um, was thrown. And then uh, game four, 
uh, with the Astros, tying the tying it up again. Combination. So, yeah, combination no hitter. But first, uh, well, second time in history, first time in fifty years. Right. I bet that was a board game. I'm sure it was. But you, sure. but you know, I want Dusty Baker to to get his World Series ring, and I hope he gets it tomorrow night so we can be done with this crap. Yes. <laughs> I, I love Dusty Baker. I think he's a, he's a great man and a great manager, and I'd like to see him get it since he ain't playing us. Yeah. I actually met him. Yeah, yeah. We had a couple- are you tired of baseball? No, we are not tired of baseball. <laughs> you, we are not tired of baseball. By all means, we have a special guest on the line. I'm Go sorry, ahead and I'm tell so- us your thoughts. I'm sorry. We're sorry. Well, T-Bird made it sound like he was done with baseball. No, I'm not done with it. I, I'm, I'm just these two teams. They're not the Braves. I love baseball, but I'm ready for uh, Dusty Baker to get his ring, and I'm ready for it to be over tomorrow night, so we can get ready t- for the Braves to fire it up again. We don't have a dog in the fight, Mama Jones. So right. yeah, we're we're not vested. Well, I understand that, but. You know, there have been some good games. It was a good game last night. It was a very good game last night. Well, and the night before was even better when we had the no-hitter. Yeah. uh, Wait a minute. Who are you rooting for, Mama Jones? (laughs) Actually, Mama Jones being an engineer is rooting for Houston. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot she had an engineer. <laughs> I'm with you on that, Mama Jones. Go NASA. So, yeah. Right. Well, thank you for joining us, Mama Jones. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. I want to make sure, though, that I shout out Bridging the Process. Um, special shout out to our number one fan, Melissa Taylor, to her organization. They're doing some great things. We hope to link up with them soon in the future. Y'all stay tuned for details. Gentlemen, this has been a blast. Any final thoughts? Hey, man. Uh... Let's just go get them tomorrow, Notre Dame. We got to play Clemson. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. They, <laughs> they play football? Oh, my God. Oh, Mama wow, Jones, I, I need some help. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Andrew, you going to? <laughs> Have a good night, you guys. <laughs>